Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. How's it going, Kaylin? Oh, it's going. It's going. It's going. So, we're recording now our second episode in person. Yeah. In how many well, since years? Quarantine. Yeah, it feels like it's been yeah. ages. And. Oh, Is that close enough? <laughs> it's really good that we can stare deeply at each other while we talk about. I don't like the way you phrase that, so I'm going to ignore it. So, this episode is now being recorded. It is 3 o'clock-ish on Wednesday, the day before it comes out. And we literally just got home from a camping trip. Yeah. We left on Saturday, and before we were leaving, <clears throat> I said as a joke to you, whether we hate each other or not after this weekend, we're recording on Wednesday. <laughs> Yes, and we literally came back, unpacked the car real quick. I threw stuff in my car. We had a couple other people with us. They took their stuff out of Doug and Liz's car and came in. I showered. I have not out. showered yet. And um, I I don't hate Doug. <laughs> oh, Kaylin, I don't hate you either. Oh, we did it then. We did it. Great job. Should we break down the camping trip? Yeah, so. All over the place. We went camping in uh new york i almost want to say upstate but it's kind of not upstate but no, i think anything like, that's not the city is upstate it's like new york pennsylvania border yeah but it's on the delaware at uh in like the kittatinny mountains yes yep. on one of the you know campgrounds you don't need to know which one yeah but we had a really fun time it uh the weather was not always ideal Oh, for sure. Well, we got there the first day, which was Saturday. Um, we did the normal, like, bullshit. We checked in. We went grocery shopping. We got some food. We discover instantaneously that we have absolutely no service at all on any device. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as we crossed Thrust over... off the grid. As soon as we crossed over the PA border into New York, we literally had zero service between us. And our other friends were in another car, and... She did have service. I don't know how we... Did Liz have a little bit of service to call Kelly? I have no idea how we ended up how finding everybody. Yeah, it was really weird. Oh, we used my, my day job phone. Oh, yes. Yeah. Your day job phone had a little bit of service, <laughs> too. Because she ignored that call twice. at first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it came twice. through. Yeah. But, yeah, we met up at, at a local grocer because I initially... Had put in, I found, like, a liquor store. I was like, we'll just meet up at the liquor store. Oh, I forgot all about this. It's, like, three minutes down the road, and we get there, and it's, like, somebody's home. Yeah, like, they, if we'll say maybe they ran a bar out of their garage garage that also sold packaged goods. Like, the lights were off in the garage, but there was, like, a little window, and you could see shelving with, like, very old bottles of liquor. Yeah, that was not happening. And we were like... Nah. I pulled into their driveway and went, uh-uh, and then backed nope. back out onto the highway. Nope. That's the first person we came across where, like, this is the scene where we get murdered if we continue and go into this store. Yes, it was very much the gas station from Cabin in the Woods. Yes. It was... So we were like, no, thank you. Let's just avoid... Let's skip this storyline and do a different one. Yeah, okay. Like... <laughs> the one with the, the happier ending. Yeah. Let's not do that story. So we made up a Pex, and it was like... A typical local grocery, but of course in New York they sell beer in their groceries, groceries, groceries in their grocery stores. Um, we actually also went to what we thought was a liquor store, but we forget every time that yeah they, they were sell just like, like liquor separately. They were like a booze store. Is that a thing to say booze store? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, like, it was very weird. He had a desktop computer and a calculator to, like, run the card. It was, like, a weird operation. It's also very weird to, like, I don't want to say we traveled because we didn't really travel, but, mm-hmm. like, to, like, try to leave your quarantine zone to try to do, like, a little bit of a small vacation type thing. Oh, for sure. Because we're like, we don't know where we are. And also, like, guidelines are kind of heinous mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, everybody's yes. doing something similar but different. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't even go into that store because they were, like, two people at a time. And I was oh, like, yeah, okay, cool. Sure. Better not just even, whatever, not trying to push anything. Yeah. You know? Eventually, we made our way to the campground. We set up pretty quickly. 
um, without issue. First night was nice. We got yeah. a whole goal drunk. And Weather we, held up nicely. Yeah, we played um, some games. Yeah. It was all in all good fun. And then the second day was our tubing trip. Oh, best day, I think, <laughs> was that day. <laughs> and it starts off basically with um, this man who, of course, we will now declare Ernest. Yes. He was very much the type of employee that you would imagine running, like, a tubing mm-hmm. slash canoeing slash kayaking slash river rafting. He was a character straight out of Wet Hot American Summer. Absolutely. Like, if he was in his 40s, he was wearing, like, jorts and maybe a mullet. I'm remembering a mullet. I don't know that he had one, <laughs> but I definitely think he should have, and like, I remember one. And, like, a tank top that was, like, a little too short, so a little yeah. bit of his belly showed. Just enough. Just, just enough. En- just enough. And he had his white socks with his cleats. He had like yeah, on. I didn't realize he had cleats on until someone pointed that out. And uh, of course you wear cleats as your river instructor. Yes. You know. So, lengthily, Ernest takes us up separately in this VIP van. In this, yeah, this like van. VIP van that he pulls out of nowhere. He's like, don't worry, I'll take these kids up. And we're like, okay, great. We, this is we a- thought he was character number two that might murder us, but he actually turned out to be... What Doug said, the one that would probably save us. Yes, if we were being hacked to death, this character that we gave no credit to Mm -hmm. would definitely come to our rescue. For sure. Ernest was the man. Yeah. He was really funny giving his instructions. He had a little whistle. And what was his little line? He was like... Oh, I'll blow this. Something like that. I'll blow this whistle. Don't make me blow this whistle. We're like, okay. I'll start over. He was very funny. Um, So yeah, then we started our trip down the river. We fumbled from the start. I literally can't go on a river trip without almost dying. <laughs> so I'm really glad that I did that this time as well. Can you, do you want me to recount it from what I saw? I, Caitlin, I feel like I blacked out and suddenly I was submerged <laughs> in water. Okay, so maybe I should recount go for it. what Ta- I saw. Guys, I can't tell my story. I need Caitlin to tell my story because I don't remember my story. <laughs> I'm only going to tell from what I what I saw from a distance. So, eventually, like, at first we tried to tie our tubes together, but we realized that was a fucking mess, and we just almost immediately ripped yeah. off the line. So we were just, like, going about, and, and Doug was to the far left at one point, and I think I was the farthest away from you. And I don't know what you did, but all of a sudden you flipped off your tube, and you just disappeared it was like liz said oh be careful of that section it seems really deep there and as if my brain was like let's fuck with everyone and go check it out anyway i'm not like the strongest swimmer i don't know how i ended up in this deep like zone but i ended up there and immediately submerged and now i'm like and he's wearing a hat and glasses and and i have the cooler with all of like the beers that we're gonna float down the river with But just seeing him just completely submerged on the water, we were like, uh. And then he pops up a mess. Your sunglasses were like crooked. I lose a flip flop. lost a flip flop. So I, I remember popping up and then hearing, I think it was Kelly or you, go, hey, when we call your name, you have to respond so we know you're alive. And I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to respond. I was laughing too hard that I couldn't swim properly or catch my breath because I was like, typical me, drowning myself instantly. I was in tears. I like apologized to your wife a bunch because I'm like, I know it's semi-serious because we were going down a river and you have a bunch of stuff, but just seeing his body just completely disappear under the water, I lost it. I was in tears. Because it's so true, literally, any time we do something of this nature, yeah. or you're by a body of I water, almost die. some travesty happens. But you made it, you know, you recovered. Eventually, you were very upset about your flip-flop. I just bought these flip-flops. All right, guys, listen. They're Frankenstein's monster flip-flops. Mm-hmm. They're very cool. They are. They're very, very And then cool. eventually, I guess it was floating behind us because Bob found it. Yeah, which there. was amazing. Never. The flip flop itself, like, was upside down and it's black, so on the water, it's pretty impossible to spot. But I'm it, just thinking about, like, oh, when I get home, I'm going to just reorder those fucking <laughs> flip flops. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> but they were found and everything was okay. Um, I also had Ugh. a little bit of an experience. 
At one point, I flopped off my, my tube. You think it's so dumb, but honestly, if you want to move the slightest bit and you throw your balance, like, you're just off of the fucking... Yeah. Like, it's not... It's not hard to stay on, but it's also not easy. You no, know you mean? can't, like, move and kind of get, like, a little cozier. And yeah. You also need to constantly be, like, draping water all over the tube so it doesn't stick to you. Yes. Because the sun is so hot that uh-huh. it's literally trying to fuse to your skin. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I was really just trying to, like, flip over because Liz was, like, on her stomach. And I was like, I kind of want to try that. <laughs> that looks course, cozy. And, of course, I flop into the water. So I try to go towards the bank to get to somewhere more shallow yeah which is so you the could most, like adjust yourself yeah like i would just pop out and i would just sit back in it um and luckily i had like water shoes on or else if i didn't have water shoes on i would have just gave up yeah i would have gave up and been like nope that's, i'm just gonna die <laughs> it's fine um but there was a section of really really tall grass and i was like getting entangled in it as I was trying to like, it's so so it's disgusting. So disgusting, and I'm panicking, and I felt like that scene in Harry Potter where they're in Devil's Snare and like Ron's panicking, uh-huh. but like you were supposed to like remain calm, but like it's hard to because there's a bunch of weird fucking grass wrapping around your legs. And also, we literally watched that movie just before we left. <laughs> we totally did for our trip. Totally <laughs> did. Um, but yeah, so like eventually, I like like jumped over the rest of the weeds and then like kind of swam to shore and like redid it but like it was a it was not not fun not fun at that part i think we had pretty smooth sailing after that though yeah i was just remembering that one of the funny things that ernest said that made us laugh was that we had two out we had six hours to complete our tour which should only take two hours yes and we ended up doing it in about three and a half almost (laughs) four somehow (laughs) We did not stop for, we didn't like pull over Mm-mm. or anything, nope. but somehow it managed to take us Every once in a while, somebody would get popped out of their tube yeah. or- Yeah, there'd be like a horrific event. Somebody needed a beer, so we needed to like be together. All like regroup. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, we made it. It was a lot of fun though. Fast forward fun. to uh, us trying to get off, basically. Mm-hmm. And- Oh, shit. Your river man. <laughs> oh my God. So- we're coming towards the end. There's a couple different of, um, what's the opposite of a launch site? Like a, what's a Like a landing? A landing site? Sure. Yeah. So, there's a couple different landing sites before ours. Ours was the third. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up to it, and there's just this, like, white blob in the distance, like, just kind of peering out of the water. So... I'm going to tell from my perspective, Mm -hmm. because we were kind of far apart when this was happening, so I don't know what you were experiencing, per se, but from my perspective, I was like, what is that white blob? (laughs) And then as I get closer, I noticed that it's, in fact, a human being. A person. Yes, a person. A very pale, pale man, like pasty pale. Stringy white hair. Stringy white hair. Creepy demeanor creepy as hell he had like a bruise or some sort of rash no one else around him literally not a single soul near him he's just out in the middle of the water off from the left bank right before we're supposed to land and he is submerged all the way up to his eyeballs like right underneath his eyeballs And all, uh, all you see in a real like, swamp thing glare. Literally, like all you see are his eyes and like the top of his mangled head, and I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" So I'm like, I'm like trying not to make eye contact with him. I'm like paddling away, and he's not breaking eye contact. Every single time I look over, he is staring directly at me. So I'm like, I'm paddling my little heart out to get away from him, but also not too far, because we literally have to get off right after him. Um, I don't. I don't think at any point he came out of the water while I was there. No, I, I don't remember, remember that. But Bobby was behind us, mm-hmm. and uh, him and Kelly were the last two to kind of like come ashore, and they pass him. And what does he say, Doug? He turns to Bobby and he says. Nothing like it. No context. <laughs> no nothing. Nothing like it. Just 
nothing like it. And Bob was like, uh, sure. And what did he say? It's very freeing, he said, I think, after that. Oh, like really? something about like something about freedoms or oh, him being free or something to that degree. Yeah. Frightening. So now we're like we're certain we found the man that's gonna kill us. Oh yeah, we It's not him. Ernest, it's Riverman. We named him Riverman. This man in the river. Yep. He'll kill us. Yep. I couldn't picture a creepier thing to do in the water. Oh, just like stare at people and like Yeah. While like ninety five percent submerge or ninety eight percent submerge. No, thank you. No, move along, sir. What are you doing? With move your day? along. <laughs> well, happy to report that we did not get murdered by. Robert no, Man. and the worry really came from the fact that our tent was then parked. Basically, our whole campsite was along a creek, so we're like, yeah. he has waterway access. Yep. Because we don't know that he can leave the water, we're certain mm-hmm. that his corporeal essence could f- certainly flow. Through um, the water upstream to yes. a creek and connect with us there. Yep. And wait for us by, the, you know, the banks. Yeah, play his creek. siren song and then yes. have us come out to the creek and yep. be dragged straight to hell. Yep. Right? But we willingly win. This we're here <laughs> in a, um, we're, we're very much alive. I assure that we are not ethereally reporting because or we were killed we? by the river man. Or are we? Is this a whole, like, sixth sense thing where we don't know we're dead? It always comes to the sixth sense, Kaylin. With me? Yeah. I feel like we've talked about the sixth sense a lot. Well, welcome to our sixth sense podcast. M. Night Shyamalan. I didn't think I was going to be able to say that. Our sixth sense podcast? Sixth sense podcast. Sixth sense. Sixth sense, none the richer. (laughs) So that was fun. Uh, And then, that led us to Monday. Yeah. Monday, we had to say goodbye to one of our, one of our campers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Monday wasn't bad. It was a nice day. No, it was fine. We did a couple, a little bit of exploring. You know, we didn't find really much of note, but no, it was a very, very secluded area. It seemed like things that would be kind of easily attainable and just like little trips and something interesting to do. Yeah. Yeah, there was not much around us. It was really just like we discovered that PA lakes have this like dirt instead of sand, which was very weird. And then yesterday. It just rained all day, and it was kind of miserable. Yeah, what did we do in the morning? We got bagels. Yeah, we drove to Monticello from... Excellent bagels. Yeah. What was that bakery called? Or bagel store? I, I think it was the Bagel Factory, or something oh, like yeah. that, right? I think it was Monticello Bagel Factory. Yeah, that was cool. Very good bagels, and a very, like, cool part of town. Yeah, that, there was this huge, like... I gotta look up what it is. It's, like, really shitty for me to talk about it, like, half-assedly, yeah. but, like... There was this huge clock that looked like an old Mickey Mouse Swatch watch. Mm-hmm. With, like, you know, where his hands, like, point at the hour and the minute and stuff. Yeah. That was really neat. And it, it was, was really very neat. old looking. Like, the Mickey Mouse looked really bad. <laughs> like Yeah. Like, it was, like, definitely a relic that apparently like, had moved at the His point. transition from Steamboat Willie to Mickey, you know, like, before yes. he had, like, normal eyes. Mm-hmm. He still had those, like... Pac-Man cutouts? I would say probably from the 50s. Yeah, for sure. It was really cool. And then we sat at a table that was like, they had like chairs that were built around it, and the table itself was actually a checkered board, which I thought was really cool. That was cool. Um, And then we basically went back to our campsite and drowned for... Ever. Ever. (laughs) Until we woke up this morning and (laughs) came home. At one point, it it started raining... We were like, whatever, we made food under a tarp, then it like slowed like a tiny bit, and I think you and I more so were like, we really want to go back in the creek. Yeah, I wanted to go play in the water. So, we were like, fuck it, whatever, we're just going to be wet anyway, we get in the Mm -hmm. creek, it's a little freezing. It's more so freezing outside of the water. Yeah. And then it just starts torrential downpouring while we're in the water, so we're like, I guess we can't even do this. No. I think the most disappointing thing, honestly, was when I, very early in our trip, drowned my entire, like, to-read pile. Yep. I, so I decided the other day, I'm like, I'm, I've been, like, really digging all these comics coming out from Vault, Mm. and I'm like, I really want to give that new one, not new, but, like, um, this book, uh, oh my god, why can't I think of the name? Vagrant Queen. (laughs) I'm like, I really want to give Vagrant Queen a shot, so I took the book out and I uh, I had that and I had my book of the month club book mm-hmm. from whatever. And uh, which so, we'll talk about later. Yeah, I took both of them with me and I'm like so I got a bookie book and I got a comic book. Great. Yeah. 
And I wanted to read that because Sci-Fi has a Vagrant Queen TV show. So I'm like, that sounds yes. cool. I'll read the book, and then I think the season must be over by now, so I'll binge the show afterwards. I literally, like, am packing the other day. Mm-hmm. Look at Twitter, and it's like, Vagrant Queen canceled after one season. I'm like, damn it! Like, I can never... That sucks. So then, cut to us to camping, mm-hmm. and my entire book bag gets completely waterlogged. Mm-hmm. The book, I think yeah. every page absorbed at least one gallon of yeah. water. Easily? I think, I think the book is salvageable. The no, my book, book is fine, yeah. No. The comic is, no. It's destroyed. Completely, completely destroyed. Very upsetting. Such a bummer. But I'll, I'll get to it. It's still in the to-read <laughs> pile. It's just not in there, uh, you know, in a you real physical form. a new one. So, yeah, I know, and it's already July, and I haven't finished my Book of the Month Club book from last month. Yeah, I read some in the car on the ride home. You did? Yeah. And then I picked out my new book. So did I. You did? Yeah. What'd you pick out? We'll save it. Okay. We'll talk about that later. We can do that in another episode, right? Let's go to a song. Yeah, let's go to a song. All right. We're going to play a song, take a break, and come right back. You know, we have an interview this week, Caitlin. I know. Two I know. weeks in a row. So I'm really excited that we're getting back into the swing of the way the show should be going. Yes. And um, if anyone would like to be on, please feel free to shoot us a message. Yeah. We ask just a couple simple questions, and we want to hear from, like, anyone and everyone. 
So this week we sat down with our friend of the shop, PJ, and he talked with us about um, some of the DC comic books that have been being released as original graphic novels. Mm -hmm. It's a good listen. Yeah. It's a good interview, rather. Local friend of the shop. Uh, what am I doing? PJ. It's a good listen. It's I'm a like, good listen. Can you yeah. tell that I need to take a shower and like recover? Yeah, because I'm doing great and you're doing horrible. I, you're thriving, Caitlin, <laughs> and I'm barely surviving. <laughs> but Doug's stress not blessed. I wanted to. I wanted to use this opportunity, to Caitlin, to say that I think this might be our best episode yet. Oh, we'll see. Might be our best episode. We'll see. So here's our interview. With PJ. Okay, we're back at it again with our interviews, and we're very, very, very excited to have another one of our friends of the shop in here today. Welcome, PJ. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> PJ, it sounds like you just woke up, so I'm going to take a guess that you definitely... I literally <laughs> woke up five minutes ago. Woke up and took a walk down the block. Well, thanks for coming this morning. And uh, why don't you tell us all a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm actually a local from Madawan. Lived here my whole life. So I, you know, I actually know a little bit of history about this particular spot, the store, because I actually did know the lady who rented this place when it was a bodega for like, I don't know, I think it was almost 10 years she had it. That's really cool. This building is, if you haven't been in the shop, our unit is like, I think our landlord had said, like 120 years old? This building's been here forever. Oh, yeah. It's really cool to like think about all of the shops and everything that it's been. When it first opened, I had the best I could find is when it first opened, it was a tobacco store. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think this place always had like, cigarettes or something <laughs> about I'm, I'm not kidding i'm not kidding <laughs> this is the first time we threw a wrench in it we got just comic books and toys and collectibles and there's no cigarettes no cigarettes <laughs> maybe bubblegum cigarettes one day but <laughs> a nice change so you've been in madwan for a long time yep what um in particular do you think is your gateway comic was it a cartoon uh, and just reading old comic strips in a newspaper what got you into comics? Okay, so I'm a bit on the younger side. I'm in my early 20s, so, you know, I got to experience all those really great 2000s cartoons, which also means they recycled the 90s cartoons, like, you know, <laughs> the X-Men, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So I basically got to experience all of those, like, simultaneously. Being in your early 20s means you basically don't remember a time where there wasn't comic book movies at all like you you you're yeah. growing up now with toby Maguire, spider-man and all those fox x-men movies have kind of always existed and you, you know like i remember growing up all we had was batman really that was it there was some batman movies but now there's so much it's oh, really crazy so you mostly the cartoons are what hooked you yeah um i remember it was definitely the original x-men series spider-man and then Kind of like you, all of the Batman from the 90s, yeah. and then I think it was the 2000s when that Justice League cartoon came in. Yeah. Justice League Unlimited, is that the one? I think it was like Justice League, and then it transformed into Unlimited. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of in the style, like it, it's an attempted style at the Batman animated series and Superman the animated series, right? Like it's kind of got that look and feel to it to a degree. Yeah, I think it was all set in the same universe, just, uh -huh. like, updated styles or something. All right. I remember really from, like, that era, my favorite one, for no reason, it's so dumb, is Batman the Brave and the Bold. I used to <laughs> love that stupid show. It actually was, like, a great young person cartoon, I'm though. curious to see if they hold up. Like, I remember the Aquaman bit, where, like, Aquaman keeps trying to tell these fantastic stories and Batman is not having it. He's like, okay, we get it. You're the king of the ocean. Uh, yeah, Brave and the Bold. It's so cartoony. It's got, like, the perfect feel for, like, little kids to get introduced back into, like, superhero stuff. And it did a cool thing where it kind of showed off different heroes and stuff. I remember Plastic Man showing up on it, and it was, like, very... It wasn't your run-of-the-line, it's Batman, it's Robin, it's 
the Joker. It's, you know, it was a ton of different characters. It was really cool to yeah. have them do all those different things, too. Because, like, everyone knows, like, the main three, the main, like, superheroes. It's nice to get in, like, these new characters yeah. with, like, different personalities. Absolutely. Speaking of, I think that brings us to a really, really solid transition. You wanted to talk to us today about what, PJ? So, DC Comics puts out a lot of um, new original graphic novels for uh, younger uh, audiences. Uh, I believe it used to be called Ink and Zoom, but I think now it's just... Uh... Zoom was kind of like an elementary level, yeah. we would say. Elementary to middle school reader. And then the Ink was a uh, high school to young adult line. Yeah. And these are all great entry-level books for anyone who's new to these characters. Maybe they saw them in a movie, in a cartoon, like we were saying. And they're like, hey, I want to know more about this character. And these are a perfect, approachable jumping on points for all of these things yeah there's absolutely no prior knowledge needed which is fantastic because in comics and superheroes there's so many people to take like into account and that you know you can just pick and choose like one character like um let's see for the really young audiences i actually read uh superman of smallville and it was made by the same people who i don't know who actually read tiny teen uh, Tiny Titans, mm -hmm. same people. It's a cute story, great art, and yeah, I totally give it to like a younger like Superman fan. The coolest thing that these are doing also is they're not just like being published to be published. There's so much care being put into them. I think that they all contain some of the most interesting artwork that DC has to offer right now. And they have some of the heaviest hitting writers. They're getting writers. They're not just necessarily getting comic book writers. So it's that's another thing that I think is so cool because they know that these writers are doing great work writing YA. So they're like, why don't you write YA superhero books? You know. So then they write like we have Raven and uh, what do I got here? I have so many Raven, Ca the Cassie Kane book, The Shadow of Batgirl, yep. Gotham High. Like some of these books are they're stunning to look at too. Yeah, and uh, let's see. I just finished um, Harley Quinn, Breaking Glass, that came out last year. I haven't read that yet, but I heard it's one of the best Harley Quinn stories that's ever been written, honestly. Oh, it's... I didn't know how I would feel about a Harley Quinn, you know, comic, because, if I'm being fully honest, she is a little overused because... Absolutely. You know, people just find her appealing, and, you know, the book really takes so much care into her development, into the Harley Quinn character from Harleen. Yeah. And it's... The thing is, spoiler alert, the Joker's not really central in this. It's That's all awesome. about her. Yeah. So much of Harley Quinn's story, I think, re relies on her being the Joker's quote-unquote crazy girlfriend, crazy ex-girlfriend, whatever. Like, they don't let her stand on her own too often, I don't think. No, but in this book, it's kind of like her trying to like help people in her community yeah because you know it starts out you know any fish out of water story and you know she's not supposed to be a hero and they take that into account during the story yeah so as you know she goes through the story you kind of see okay she's not like she's not a princess she's not a hero but she is a person she's weird but like who isn't uh-huh and you know Again, it's just so interesting because they also incorporate, like, this certain way with uh, drag queens. Like This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're missing a crux of this. This is the book where she's kind of raised by drag queens, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> it, it's really weird. But at the same time, like, there's this really heartwarming scene where one of them takes her to a dollar store uh -huh. and just shows her, like, all these different things she can do and be creative because uh, drag is an art form. It's performance art. And then they show her, like, you can take anything and make it into this really cool expression of yourself. And that's uh -huh. how she gets the costume. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Wow. I, I definitely have to check that one out. Oh, yeah. And it really does show, like, how you can stand up to people without, you know full out like violence sometimes too cool 
But that's what I'm saying. These books are doing something. It's really cool. They're not only just getting people into characters and comics, but they're like they have a voice that yeah. is saying things versus, you know, I'm not saying that like regular com- but this is a great entry level to comic books for people. Yeah, like I would argue that these aren't really comics. They are YA novels. Yeah. And they're so well written. I think what is it? I also read Green Lantern Legacy. I think that's a part of the younger demographic. I can't yeah. remember. But, like, it shows, you know, this young kid who gets the Green Lantern ring, but it also shows, you know, his relationship with his grandmother, his Asian heritage, and just, you know, it's so nice to see diversification in, like, stories for kids now. Yeah. That's one thing that I will say that these do very well. That's a bummer that you don't see in more mainstream comics is that a lot of the diversity and the different stories that we're telling are unfortunately here and not everywhere. You know, like most recently we had, um, the Aqualad book. I'm going to butcher the title. You have it right there, right? It's called, you brought me to the ocean. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you brought me, you brought me the ocean. I know some of these books. I'm like, what is the title? Um, yeah, like they're telling these much more diverse stories and it's awesome that, uh, they're being told. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I never would have guessed I would be into Aqualad. But uh-huh. it's a queer person of color just finding themselves, dealing with a bit of an overprotective parent, and it doesn't even show just his side of the story. Yeah. It goes into his friends and his backstory. It, it really is deep. Cool. Yeah. This is awesome. And, like, uh, like you said... So I'm going to just rattle off a couple. The Zoom line mm-hmm. did a book for Zatanna. They've yep. done a book for Black Canary. They did the Green Lantern Legacy book you just talked about. They also do have, of course, Batman, Batman Overdrive. They did a couple yep. of books for the Super Sons. They've done some stuff for Wonder Woman and Superman. So there is still these, you know, the big characters are still getting these little stories also, oh, yeah. which is neat. And then for the Incline, they have Gotham High, which is like a... a reimagining if all of those characters in the DC, in like the Gotham, I guess, Batman universe, yeah. all attended the same high school together. Then there's like the Oracle book that just came out not too long ago, the Cassie Kane book, Shadow of the Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Then again, you know, Wonder Woman and Batman both had two very successful YA novels that were adapted to uh, graphic novel format. And of course, the Harley book you mentioned, yep. Raven. Oh, I did read that. The follow-up to that of the Beast Boy book. What do you think of the Raven book? Okay, so the Raven book was very interesting. It's, I'd argue it's kind of like a story about an adopted kid. Because, again, like, you don't really see that very often. Uh-huh. But, like, it goes into that. And it also goes into, like, you know, her just kind of coming into herself. She's got, like, amnesia, which I don't know if everyone can, like, agree uh-huh. on that. But, like... Yeah, it does go into her, like, meeting new people, rediscovering family and everything. Well, and her adoption storyline also revolves heavily around her being, like, uh, an older person, right? Like, you know, she's a teenager. That's got to be very hard to have to, you know, like, avenge your life in such a formative years. Yeah, she basically has to relearn everything Uh about herself, about the people around her. And it's, you know, it is a very sweet tale. And I can't wait for the Beast Boy book. Beast Boy book should finally be here, hopefully, this fall. It's from the same creative team. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, they'll be knocking out all the rest of the Titans as they go. Because I know Raven came out about... I think Raven was one of the launch titles for these lines, really. was one of the first books. And it's been a long time since that Beast Boy book was announced. Oh, yeah. But it's finally... It looks like it's finally here, September or October. Yeah, and speaking of future books and stuff... The fun thing about all these YA books is that at the very end, there's a preview of other YA DC books. Oh, that's cool. So, like, yeah. if you dug this, check this one out. If you, che- you know, all exactly. that. Cool. So, I got. I guess I'm going to throw in one final question, because we did talk a lot about these original graphic novels. What, um, what monthly book, or even weekly book, are you really digging right now that you pull? Ooh. See, I do pull a lot from you guys. Uh-huh. But if I had to say right now, my number one are just anything X-Men related because okay. they shook up 
everything by declaring independence. And the thing about the X-Men books is, well, they are just, like, the perfect thing for right now. It's all about, you know, equality and just standing up for your community. The X-Men books kind of always evolve to whatever's going on outside, right? Like, there's always that, because unfortunately there is always something to have to overtake like that, you know? So, yeah, they're always kind of trying to make sure that there's, you know, representation and all that. Yeah, and that's the best thing about that. Like, you know, with the Avengers, it's this universe-level threat. With the X-Men, it's always down-to-earth and just, like, focused on how their community is dealing with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Even internal struggles with other mutants, which is amazing. Awesome. I'm really glad that you came and joined us today, PJ. Thank you so much for your time. And, uh, is the microphone falling again? Yep. I'm just going to hold it. So we're going to catch that microphone and we'll be right back. I was asked in New York City, do you like my clothes? Talking to my tape recorder, walking down the road. But on Friday night, I'm purified. Now my feet don't touch the floor. When the rubber meets the road, in between my toes. PJ, that was awesome. Um, we hope to hear back from you soon. Well, I think we should get to Book of the Month. Yes. Oh, wait, are we talking about Book of the Month or Book Club? See, this Let's is talk right. about Book Club. All right, Book Club first. Let's go to Book Club. Oh, sure. So, last Friday at 7 o'clock, we had our first physical book club, comic book club, since COVID. 
Mm-hmm. We met at Lake Lefferts Park. Oh, Kaylin, you yeah. look a little shy. Mm-hmm. Were you not there? Uh, no. Kaylin missed it. it. <laughs> Kaylin, why did you miss book Comic Book Club? It wasn't my fault. It so now, really let me just shy. really quick, because Comic Book Club is very classic. This is our fifth one, and yeah. it's the last Friday of the month yes. at 7 o'clock. Sure. What? Okay, so it's really, it's really not my fault. No, As yeah. everyone knows, they just opened, um, you know, hair salons to get back in the groove of things. And the first appointment I could get was Friday. And I even left work early to make this appointment for 2.30. I cannot imagine having gotten my hair cut from 2 o'clock, 2.30 until... Wait, we'll get there. Like... So, I get there for 2.30, mm-hmm. and you would think... So I would definitely be able to make it here by 7. Yeah. I'm about, like, I was probably about 45 minutes away from you. So I get there at 2.30. We don't really start doing my hair until 3. Flash forward, it is 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock! And my hairstylist is, like, five, six, taking pictures of my hair for social media. And I'm like, uh... A four and a half hour hair appointment yeah. to go camping. Because that's what I got to preface it. It wasn't. This is not the hair appointment for. It wasn't for You're not going to the ball. No, it wasn't for (laughs) camping, Doug. It was to just, I haven't got my hair done in months. But Kaylin, it worked because those chipmunks were like, did you see that girl? Did you see her hair? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Stunning. Stunning. Phenomenal. I don't know. Throw me another potato chip. (laughs) These are all things the chipmunks Yep. Oh, chippy. But yeah, it was ridiculous. I sh- definitely should have been there that long. I think because of the precautions, it took a little bit longer, but... You know, unfortunately I missed it. But I'll be back next month. We had a good one, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, a real mix of... Uh, everyone loved the book. I love the so book. So we read Something is Killing the Children, and I haven't actually really got to talk to you about it then, because you were in um, a book club. Actually, oh. you did, because <laughs> as soon as I got to your house, you stopped me outside with all of my things, and you said, hold on, before you come in, X, Y, and Z, did this happen, did this happen, what did you think about this? He, like, quizzed me at the door before, before I let you in, and you yeah. had to go to the bathroom. I did. You're like, please <laughs> let me in. So... It was cool because we all kind of really talked about how, like, the paneling was a little confusing in it. Like, the book was yes. great, but the paneling was very confusing. Yes. And there were a lot of little questions that we managed to find here and there. See, before I started it, Suze actually told me to pay attention to the panels. Oh, she, she did. Confused. So at our, uh, bu- bu- what do you call it? Our little free library. Um, unveiling, yes. Unveiling party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gave me a heads up, so I kind of caught myself in the first one, then I tried to, like, really pay attention. Yeah. But sometimes it's really hard to figure out, like, the flow of the conversation, because at one point, I read it left to right, and it and, and top to bottom, and it seemed like the conversation could flow that way. Yeah, it was confusing because the paneling and the binding were both working against you, I feel like. Yes. Because it, at some points, you're like, oh, wait, is that a little bit... You're trying to, like, use your basic knowledge of comics yeah. to read it, and you're like, oh, is that... Is it me or is it the book? But it was the book it a was couple the book times. Time, yeah. All but, in all, it was amazing. I yeah. am literally going to read issue six probably later on today. I tried not to read it before we did book club because I am the person who's like, <laughs> I know what happens next. Have we literally done a book club where a book has not left off on a cliffhanger? Because I don't. Think I don't think had. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yet. I think this one actually was the one that I'm most excited to read next. You want to check out the next, next one most? Yeah. Well, we'll be out soon enough. Issue 8 hits shelves next week. Yikes, bikes. Yeah, so... Coming out quick. Yeah, so then just probably after issue 10 comes out, they'll cut volume 2. Yeah, I'll wait for the volume. Yeah. I can't read it like you do. I can't read the issue. I can't just do one. Uh, For some books, it's not as enjoyable. Yeah. Especially when you're just getting, like, a little nugget, and then it ends with, like, Mm -hmm. and then this reveal, and then you're like, okay, shit, what happens next? It's like, a good chunk of, like, information. It's binging versus watching an episode of a TV show once a month, right? Like, it's definitely, there's a one-to-one on that. Did we tell the audience what our book for next month is? Our book for next month is, it just came out uh, today, actually. It's Firepower Prelude from Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney. It's a great read. It's a brand new series that's just starting today. Basically, the, har- the, the, uh, 
the trade paperback that comes out is a full prelude to a new ongoing series. So this is like the biggest issue one you could figure. It's like 150 pages. And then that same day, mm-hmm. you also get the very first issue of Firepower for free. Very cool. Yeah, so it's that's a lot. Yeah. Of a you know for a series to launch with, a hundred and fifty page book and then a twenty two issue, twenty two page you know single issue. Yeah, and it's really good. I'm like very excited for it. I've never been like a huge Robert Kirkman fan. I don't know. Did you watch The Walking Dead ever? Kind of. Yeah. In in the beginning, I I fell off um, after. Spoiler alert: um, The mom does. Oh okay. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't know, I was... Crazy. Actually, you know what, wait, I'm sorry. No, they go to some sort of camp, and then after the camp, I was like, nah, I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore. I feel like we were oversaturated with zombie stuff for a while. Yeah. That came right after the vampire wave started to fade. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like all just too much what similar are we stuff. Now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Are we still in zombie wave? I don't think we're in zombie... I think we're... Honestly, I think the world is in superhero saturation. Okay. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Is like the one to one, you know, like the actual. I think yeah. it's superhero saturation. I agree. Like all of these, like, I mean, Netflix has a, a, a whole ton of new superhero shows that are coming out from Mark mm-hmm. Miller and stuff. Yeah. So I think that that's the new zombie is superheroes. Sure. I mean, superheroes were going and everything during all the other waves, sense but because Walking Dead, what it was started. Years yeah. ago. I feel like after the zombie wave, we got all those books, those like YA books about like um, sick kids is like the best way to put it. Like The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, okay. The Distance Between. Like all of those sure. books and those movies of like, yeah. I don't know Terminate what that was. Children Falling, falling in Love. Falling in Love. Yeah. Like, yikes. Okay. <laughs> that was a very weird fad that I think we just came out of. I think our next fad has got to be like... Um, post-apocalyptic right again since the yeah that never stuff. goes away Mm-mm. but we are probably oh god could you imagine all the movies that are come out about uh, this? like plague stuff mm-hmm. and like uh the rom-com where they find each other in the zoom chat that they each logged into by mistake oh my god are okay we writing a movie? i know we need to not will it into existence <laughs> kaylin please so yeah, uh, book club uh, will be July thirty first. Yes, that'll be the last Friday. Yeah, everyone. providing right. everything stays the way it's going, we'll be meeting in the park again at Lake Lefferts Lakefront Park. Bring and your I own will chair. Most likely be there. Most likely. <laughs> if you need to like get your roots touched up yeah. beforehand, I might specifically schedule it for like eleven a.m. <laughs> Eight a.m. Eight a.m. <laughs> they look at them and they're like, "Oh no." We're going to have to just shave your head and mm, put in all new hair. New. You know, just yeah. like a doll. Like, they're yeah. going to do that thing where, like... They just poke it into each of my follicles. Yeah. And then they have to, like, put that blower to, like, puff your face back out because they've squished your head while they're... Yes. I'm being very specific. I just watched a very weird video the other day of, like, how they do that. Like, one of those, like, how it's made kind of things. I was wondering where you're getting all this information from. Um. So, yeah, I'll most likely be there. Most likely. Well, thanks. Okay. Sure. Should we talk about our other book of the month? Do you want to mention yeah. that a bit? Kayla and I both do that book of the month box, and I picked. <laughs> okay, so wait. Doug didn't tell me his. I know it now. Yeah. But I told him not to tell me his because I wanted to pick my book without being um, influenced to, to read the same as him again. Mm-hmm. I did. I did go after your choice the first time because I was like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. You gave me the synopsis, and I was like, cool. But this time I was like, let me see if we decide. But like, how could you... So this is just... So the book is called The Shadows by Alex North, and this Mm -hmm. is the quick take. Ever repeat... (laughs) I am so good (laughs) at a cold read. I know. Ever repeat Bloody Mary in the Mirror three times? This is the creeptastic thriller for urban myth believers. I'm like, okay, I'm in. The cover looks very cool. Judging books and all. Yeah, the cover looks cool as hell. And Bloody Mary, Urban Myth, Thriller. And I'm sorry, I read that Sarah Haynes says she loves it here. And I mean, Sarah Haynes hosts the like 11th hour of Good Morning America at 2 p.m. So how could she go? How could she be wrong? I didn't even know who that was. Sarah Haynes? Nope. You don't watch Strahan and Sarah and Kiki? Oh, no. Michael Strahan? Kiki Palmer? Sarah Haynes? Come on. Nope, nope, nope. You're missing out. I don't watch any news. 
You know this. Caitlin, this is I get my news, the furthest from news. I get my news specifically from BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically me just taking tests and realizing when, like, I choose that I want pasta for dinner and they're like, you're never getting married. I'm like, cool, thanks. And then you, you do another one and you're like, pasta for dinner. And they're like, you're Gretchen from Recess. <laughs> and you're like, thank you. I always thought I was. I'm smart. I'm Gretchen from Recess. I um, you say Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. No, I... I don't know why I have recess on the brain at all times. We just talked about it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So, in other shop news, not just book club. Tell us. This week, there's a lot of cool stuff that came out. I'm really excited for just, like, one thing in particular, and it's super dorky. Shout it. So, they finally created, like, an omnibus of Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillen's run on Young Avengers. Oh. So, you can own all 15 issues in one, like, beautiful book now. Okay. So, that's pretty cool. What's that What's that kind of uh, set you back? <laughs> you asked me the price point? If, if one were to want to I think this. it's 29 or 35 That's not bad. It's And it's worth it. It's very good. Yeah. And it, it's all there. And oh. I think there's some bonus content, too. Like, some, like, you know, bonus issues from, like, other oh, runs and stuff. Issues. Yeah. It was really, really good. And it's been such a pain in the ass because I have volume one and volume three. And volume two is like out of print. I don't know how I never ended up getting it. So you're it. kind of forced to get this on <laughs> Yeah. So it's uh, like, well, you can't find that. But here, read this entire thing instead. What is this accent you're doing? I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff out this week, though. Robert Kirkman, again, he released a special issue of The Walking Dead came out this week walking dead ended in like october i don't care after 193 issues and now today out of nowhere in order to help comic book shops Mm -hmm. he released a special issue about negan called negan lives you know is that uh the guy with the baseball bat sure is okay see i know some stuff he lives does he not live in the series i don't know if maybe he was believed dead i guess at some point because why would they call it Negan Lives if, if we all knew he think, lived? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, Negan Lives. And it's like, oh, It's like okay. if they, they like put out a uh, comic book that said the Titanic sank. Yeah. But we all knew that it actually floated to safety. Yep. Wait. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only way to make that, like... Work? Yes. yes. Um... Other than that, there's not a ton of stuff out this week. This holiday week, I guess, because of the 4th on Saturday, yeah. they went a little light. But we did get Excalibur Volume 1 by Tinney Howard from Marvel. That's like another wave of these like mutant books that have been going on. Yes. So that's awesome. And um, you got to check out that Young Avengers book because it's incredible. And our book, our, you know, our comic book club mm-hmm. book came out as well. So we have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Other I'm stuff excited. as well. You're excited? Yeah. Well, before you leave, why don't you go take a uh, take a drive down the street to the comic book store? Sure. Comic book store. She I'm shows going to the comic, comic books book by the comic book store. Oh, man, Kaylin. I probably won't do that because I literally want to go straight the fuck home. No okay. offense to y'all. Or no, that's books fine. Or anything. Kaylin, Kaylin Newton does not support small businesses. I'm going to support my bed, or vice versa. My bed's going to support me. <laughs> Your bed supports I'm, you unless you're I'm gonna, sleeping <laughs> underneath the bed. I do, and then I do I, I do push-ups, and I push up my bed. So oh, I kind of support you it. You raise it and then I And then I listen to like their aspiration and dreams, and then I support my bed that way as well. That's really cool. So physically and emotionally, I support my bed. That's so nice. And they only support me... Physically, Sometimes you like sleep not... on the bed frame and you let the mattress lay on you instead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, you know, this I have is... a bunch of piles of money under there. so it's This like is hard. literally when yes ending goes <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to our um, <laughs> intro to improv class. Um, so. We're doing great. And I think you're right. I think this was our best episode yet. Oh, it's probably the best episode. Yeah. I'd say this is probably the best episode ever. Yet. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I don't think we episode fifteen. I don't think we could top it. No. Should we just Three stop nickels? here? Oh, you're saying we've peaked. Yeah, we peaked. I think. Uh-oh. Yeah. So okay. Thank you guys to listen to. Li- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys to listen. Uh, I'm gonna stop at the comic shore. Um. <laughs> Thank you guys to listen. <laughs> guys, we're delirious as hell, but we do this for you. 
We do this for y'all. Fourth of July, everyone. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. Please be safe. Please always stay well and follow the guidelines and wear a mask. Yes. Don't be a dick. And as always, the geekery can be found live, in person at one thirty three A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. On social, it can be found at the the Geekery and J. The show can be found at the Geekery Radio. I can be found at Father underscore K A E. And I can be found at Dumple Stiltskin. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.